Wow, she is a haiku ho. <laughs> Maybe, maybe like Cain and his wife had a fight, and so they didn't have sex for like 50 years. It's so crazy that we're the same age now. Yes, I've, I've time traveled. Two years. <laughs> 48 years old, both of us. Oh, stop, stop. That's me. 48, it's crazy. We're almost half a century. <laughs> you know what? What? That's not nice. <laughs> I'm technically still 35 for three more, four more days, three more days, full days. Well, not according so. to Twitter. According to Twitter, today is your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> yes well it's it's my birthday for the whole month so all right well as it is your birthday at some point this week yeah, yeah undetermined mm-hmm. this is your birthday episode which means yes. i planned it which means i am responsible for the opening it is my job to try to catch you <laughs> off guard as is our custom <laughs> mrs haas we are recording okay. in the morning, so this is your morning devotional. We are. I'm, I'm hoping you didn't see this. I held off on tweeting about it. I didn't see it. Whatever it is. From the feed of esteemed theologian John Piper. <laughs> I was on his feed last night, but nothing stuck out to me, so maybe I missed it. <laughs> Questionable phrasing for what we're about to talk about, but I'll, I'll uh-huh. allow it. <laughs> okay, let's hear it. John Piper. He is tweeting a video from T4G, Together for the uh, Gospel, okay. with the caption, I go for the friendships, mm. then the singing, <laughs> then the preaching. <laughs> I hope as you lean on sovereign grace, you are led to come. <laughs> That is your morning devotional. Wow, I'm in, I'm I'm inspired and <laughs> rejuvenated. <laughs> couple couple points from this tweet. Hey John, maybe if some of us had leaned on sovereign grace earlier, CJ Mahaney's <laughs> reign of terror wouldn't have taken so long. <laughs> that is a fantastic joke. Also I hope you are led to come. Hey, John, stop stealing my lines. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Which I use within the bounds of marriage. Just, Of course. Just, just saying. Just saying. <laughs> oh. So, thank you. Do you want to lean on sovereign grace? Is a, is a bit too kinky for me. <laughs> thank you to the uh let's see who sent that to me somebody sent that to me but i couldn't respond to it thank you to um i'll find it here oh thank you to matt (laughs) thank you matt Matt, for sending this to me saying i can't believe matthew pierce has not retweeted this yet and not only could (laughs) i not retweet it matt i couldn't respond to your tweet because i was waiting to to drop it on the show. <laughs> so, thank you, Matt. I'll take care of that here. I'll I'll tweet about this shortly. <laughs> now that we've used it as the opening devotional. In the birthday extravaganza for Casey, we're not going any further in this podcast until we talk about birthday wishes. Okay. On the Fun Sexy Bible Time feed, I tweeted out... A request for birthday wishes for Casey, and I specifically ask for them to be weird. Okay. Um, I hope they're weird. So we got a few. Uh, I'll start with Seth. Seth is uh, first name's okay. first name's only for this one. Yeah, I know who Seth is. Seth sent <laughs> one of my favorite Twitter feeds, by the way. Shout out to Seth. 
yes. sent us a church sign from Burton Baptist Church <laughs> in Michigan, I guess. I think it's Michigan. Yeah. Which says, Jesus didn't come to rub it in. Jesus came to rub it out. Mm. <laughs> Happy birthday. Happy to birthday. Me. Happy birthday <laughs> to you. And what was Seth's comment? <laughs> He says, how's that for facts? <laughs> I don't even know if this was if this was for a birthday. I don't know if he was just sending it to the account. We'll say it was for a birthday. Yeah, of course. Of course. But a really nice one. <laughs> this is really nice. Okay. This is from Kay. Happy birthday, Casey. You're a strong, beautiful sunfish. Wow. You've provided me a space where I don't feel pressure to put on a filter and can laugh at the jokes I've always been scolded for thinking were funny. You're an inspiration to be who I am and not who my mother-in-law wishes I were. Oh, I feel that. So thank you. I hope your day is fantastic. (laughs) That's so kind. I don't know what a sunfish is, but... (laughs) Great. Now you're going to have a... Now your ego is going to be out of control for the rest of the episode. No, it's not. (laughs) Stop it. (laughs) Uh, This is from. uh, This is a friend of the podcast, so I'll use her her whole name, Jennifer Clark. Yes. I'll read this as Jordan Peterson because Jennifer likes (laughs) Jordan Peterson so much. Oh, Casey, thank you for giving the patriarchy a, a, a big old punch in the nose and, <laughs> and fighting the good fight against the succubuses. Happy birthday. <laughs> fighting the good fight against the succubuses. <laughs> How can you... F- okay, never mind. I'm not even going to go there. Moving yeah, on. thank you. This is for... Uh, <laughs> this is from our friend Becca. I'm going to butcher this because I don't know how to read poetry. Oh, okay. But she... Uh, that makes it even better. I'm going to preface this. This is the last thing she wrote. From a haiku ho. That's how, that's how she's setting this up. Yes. Thanks for supporting women wearing high-waisted underwear. Hell yeah. <laughs> I do not just support it. I am an advocate. <laughs> I love that she said that, knowing that you would have to read it. (laughs) Okay, there's three. She sent you three. Oh, my. Okay, here we go. Uh, I'm going to read this one as Alex Jones. Were you a stick girl, you would be the leader of the entire troop. Oh, man, I'm crying. This is so funny. And finally, the third one. (laughs) I hope your birthday is bright and beautiful like sparkly god rods. (laughs) Thank you, Becca. Wow. She is a haiku ho. (laughs) She's got those on lock. I'm impressed. Uh, Birthday wishes to podcast person. Slash funniest homeschool mom in podcasting slash that female. <laughs> I, my nicknames, they just, yeah. I don't have any room in my Twitter bio for all of them, but I hold them, I hold them in my heart. <laughs> new patron. Let's talk about a new patron. Yes, Rachel. Rachel uh, we'll just call her Rachel. <laughs> I can't remember. Some people probably don't want their last name on this show. So we'll just yeah. <laughs> say shout out to you, Rachel. Thanks for signing up at Patreon to support the show. Yeah, and Rachel also sent us a link that helped us identify some more God Rod information. It really was a spectacular link. I, I, I think we're gonna just we're gonna have to explore it further at some point because there's a lot there. It really is. I think gospel ballooning. I think you described it as like a a. A Christian resource site from 1998 or something like that. That's what it yeah, looks like. Yeah. Yeah. So we. If I had like a lot of disposable income, I'd try to buy something from it just to see if it would get here. <laughs> <laughs> but alas, I do not. 
<laughs> now, would this be before or after you you ravaged the Krasagas brothers' gift shop? <laughs> what do you? How, what are the chances of receiving something from the Krasagas brothers' gift shop that I? I took a I took a like, long hmm? hard look at a a Mandy Pandy doll <laughs> as a birthday present for like, you. Knowing what we know about them. Which is almost nothing. <laughs> what do you think the condition of their inventory well, is? Well, first of all... Like, where they keep their inventory, how they manage it. First of all, I take issue with your with your opening statement. I would say that we are among <laughs> the most knowledgeable Krasagi <laughs> scholars of the interwebs. That's true. That's true. We are. We- but we still we don't know them in real life, but I think for Christian Twitter, we yeah. are among the four. We're we are at the cusp <laughs> of Krasagi research. <laughs> that is true. Also. But to your second question of what is the state of their inventory? I don't know. I think that I think their assistant <laughs> manages it. I don't think they. I don't think they do. They have there. There's no way they can afford to pay an assistant. I didn't say she was paid. I said they had, but oh, I think their okay, assistant okay. manages it. That's what all of the, okay. uh, all of like the links on their on their web, like on their web store. They all like point to their assistant of call call oh, her email okay. her blah 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 blah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I... Do you think that the Krasagas brothers are the most annoying topic that we talk about for everybody who listens to this show? <laughs> Do you think we're the only two people that are part of this podcast that enjoy talking about it's, them? It's possible, but in no way is that going to stop me from talking about the Krasagas. No. That, that is not to burst the bubble here of, of any of any girl friendship you have with my wife. That is the primary thing she appreciates you for. Is is being there to talk about the Krasagas brothers and David J. Stewart and all of the topics that she frankly just does not want to talk about. Yeah, I know. That's that's fine. <laughs> I I feel like we just need a listener who lives near them though to go to a show and assess them. <laughs> okay, so natural segue here. Speaking of the Krasagas brothers, David J. Stewart, and Joshua Mills, the glitter evangelist, what do these three things all have in common? <laughs> Their past episodes? Yes. Deep, deep dives. dives. <laughs> deep dives. We received a really interesting question from listener Susie on the Twitter machine. She said, will there be another deep dive? And uh-huh. followed it up with... Uh, with, with yet another and the never ending flow of compliments of Casey. She said, basically, I would just like to hear Casey talk about any subject in particular for a long, sustained amount of time. <laughs> so. We just need to put a microphone in the shower. <laughs> just talk <laughs> about anything. Uh. So the thing about the deep dives is they take a long time to prepare for. They do. I've actually, <laughs> I've actually had an idea for a long time about like a, a mini series of like a, like a separate feed from Fun Sexy Bible Time, and it's just a mini series of like six deep dives on various Christian culture things. Mm. That's a that's a long term goal for me. Okay, that would be fun. Um, so yeah, Susie, um, I would say yes, we're going to do another deep dive at some point. We just have to find something that speaks to us. <laughs> I think a helpful thing would be, okay, we have three deep dives, the uh, the Krasagas brothers, Joshua Mills, and David J. Stewart. Which which one of those uh-huh. did you guys like the best? That will help us try to plot the course of what the next deep dive needs to be. Uh-huh. Um, Krasagas Brothers was a lot of just laughing and, yeah. and goofing around about their music videos. Um, David J. Stewart <laughs> was kind of like halfway serious. We were talking about independent fundamental Baptists and like how people go down that path and, and, and what that was like. Um, and then mm-hmm. Joshua Mills, that, that was like the closest mm-hmm. to a produced 
show that we've ever done with vignettes and yeah uh, sound clips and things like that 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 took forever <laughs> but it was fun it was a lot of fun to do that one yes um so yeah let, let us know like which one of those you guys like the best and that'll that'll help us there's no shortage of weird christian things out there so we can definitely find something mm-hmm. definitely <laughs> Okay, you want to address Sarah's question? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, she sent this to us in a, in a DM, but I think I'm just going to bring this out because it, it, was, it was a good question. Uh, she said, what does the callback, sorry, not going to sit here mean? <laughs> um, and I don't have her message pulled up. She was just to paraphrase her. She was like, I listen to every episode and, and it, it's, you know, I, I try to keep up with everything. But sometimes the, the inside jokes get away from me and I can't keep track of all of them. <laughs> we're sorry <laughs> <laughs> if if you lose track of the inside jokes feel you know we'll, we'll just message us we'll tell you <laughs> i think the inside jokes that's just our recognition that we're never going to be super famous <laughs> 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 and our calling as a podcast is just a very tight-knit group of of nerds and miscreants yes. and we're just going to keep making callbacks and inside jokes that only we understand so yeah exactly Anyway, the sorry not going to sit here joke. We say that at least three times an episode, but that was <laughs> <laughs> that was from a. Uh, I think that was from the segment where David Platt had prayed with President Trump or something, and everybody yes. was upset. Yes, yes. And uh, Jory Micah just in a grand demonstration <laughs> of raging against a straw man began a tweet with "Sorry, not going to sit here." Yes. <laughs> <laughs> she said it in exactly that tone. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, that's uh, oh, that's man. where it comes from. So good. I like the callbacks. <laughs> <laughs> it proves that although I'm getting old, I can still remember things. <laughs> I can remember the jokes. Even as we sit here like sacks of moist discontent. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> just just trying to think of ways to do that hard thing. <laughs> <laughs> and let love leak through the cracks. Oh, man. Yes. That's what we're doing. <laughs> That's it. That's it. No big deal. Okay. All right. So... We got some listener content here. <laughs> a little bit. Just a tad bit. We are about to, uh, we're not going to fall into the rabbit hole. We're going to dive headfirst into the rabbit oh, hole. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We just all kinds of stuff. We put out a call for listener content last episode, and I think it got lost a little bit in the, uh, the birthday wishes. Uh-huh, so I just uh-huh. wrote some fake listener questions and comments. <laughs> I'm going to read them as if they were real. Um, <laughs> but anyway, we did get a few real ones mixed in there. Yes. Uh, beginning with, I don't know about this listener. She, uh, I don't know if it's a dude or a, a, a girl, but she sounds very <laughs> repressed. She said, how long did Joseph have to wait to have sex? <laughs> this is from Casey. <laughs> I, I don't know. Oh. What, do you, what do you think about that, Casey? <laughs> If, if anybody on the Patreon knows that that question came from me, um, no, we were talking about, I said, I hope people come up with good questions for us. And that was mine. <laughs> because, you know, Mary conceived of the Holy Spirit. And then I don't, I don't really know. Is it in the Bible? I, I think at some point it says that, like, Joseph, I don't know. You... <laughs> Hang on, let, let me let me bing real quick. <laughs> Bible verse Joseph sex and see what happens. No, <laughs> it's not. Uh... <laughs> yeah. So when did they did they get married before Mary had Jesus, or because they were betrothed, mm-hmm. and then they went to Bethlehem and she had Jesus. And then what? They went to Egypt, but that was well. They they lived off the uh, the the sweet sweet profits of that gold frankincense and myrrh. I think. 
<laughs> I know why that was funny. I'm just stupid. Oh. <laughs> okay. I, so. I said that as if they were, as if Joseph and Mary were just like rolling into the Egyptian casinos saying, you know, daddy and mommy are here. Let's play. <laughs> okay. So. What is your insight into this? This bothered me to no end as a teenager. I, um, I w- among other things, yes. <laughs> <laughs> this bothered me a lot because as as a, a teenager waiting for just the, the opportunity to have sex, just the thought of like Joseph getting all the way right up to the edge and then getting <laughs> called back. Like, nope, nope, nope. Nope. <laughs> Not there. Because also, like, what could Joseph say? Like, who could he complain right. to? Like, Nobody. Like, oh, sorry, Joseph, that, you know, your your betrothed is carrying the salvation of the world. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. No, nobody is, nobody was, was crying for Joseph. And yet, that doesn't minimize his pain one bit. <laughs> his pain is still real. Okay, but talk about the part where you prayed for him. Mm, you weren't going to let me off the hook for that one, were you? <laughs> no. So I had a really interesting prayer life when I was a teenager. I, w- I would pray for things that it, that had already happened because I I didn't think God was bound by time, and I could pray for things in the past and the future, and it was all, you know, it, it was all fair game. Mm-hmm. And I would also so in that kind of in that line of thinking, I would pray for Joseph. And I would pray that when he did get to have sex, it was extra special, <laughs> just to make up for the time that he lost. This was a this is a real prayer that I, I was praying at age fifteen and sixteen. So good. And if you're asking yourself, how did I have time to think about these things? Well, you'd be surprised <laughs> how much time you have when you're not talking to girls. did he have to wait we still don't know the answer i don't have my bible open so anyways yeah poor joseph all right so um (laughs) this one is from you know that there are certain people listening to this who are rolling their eyes because they know the answer (laughs) (laughs) is it the same people yes the same two people who scolded us for not knowing that what zoe means exactly we look forward to being set straight by you guys again. <laughs> exactly. All right. So okay. this, this one is from Kendra. <laughs> okay. Let's hear it, Kendra. Really weird. Uh, sometimes when I'm homeschooling my children, I get sad because it feels like I will never get to be a ninja. Mm. Also, I really think Michael W. Smith is hot. <laughs> What's the question here? I don't know. She's not good at following directions. Why would why would she why would she make a comment like that? Very, very inappropriate. Well, here's the thing. There's no way that Kendra is not a ninja in certain respects because you have to be a ninja to be a mom. You just you have to. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I, and how do you know that Kendra has not perused the 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 ninja costume section of Covenant Spice? <laughs> oh my! I mean, what Kendra and, and Kendra's uh, obviously attractive and intelligent husband do? Michael W. Smith lookalike. I hope <laughs> nailed it. <laughs> All right, Becca sent us a ton of questions. Uh, All of them inappropriate, which we appreciate. Well, don't let's not read them word for word, or we have to put the little e next to the podcast. (laughs) Uh, Okay, Uh, is it okay to reenact the Ruth laying at Boaz's feet as a way to get a guy to like you? Hmm. I'm like, heck no, it's not, Becca, because that's not, that's not all she did. 
What did she do? She did things to that man, Casey. Uh-huh. She did things to Boaz. Mm-hmm. And the only, the only, the only hiccup in this, uh, you know, the Bible, it, the Bible is full of euphemisms when, right. when it talks about like Saul going into the cave and covering his feet. He's going in there to take a dump. The Bible just didn't want to talk about that. <laughs> okay. So when it says that she uncovered Boaz's feet, technically, yes, his feet were uncovered. Also, but some other also things. also all the way up to his waist. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> To put this in youth group terms, yes, she may have remained a techno virgin after this, mm, mm, but mm. she was not radically pure. That's that's my reading <laughs> of it. So the only hiccup in this is the part I don't have the I should have pulled up the passage, but the the part where Boaz has to follow the the custom of uh, like her nearest relative gets the chance to you know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about. And he goes to yes. that guy and is like, do you do you want her? And if you don't want her, then she'll become my wife. Uh-huh. Reading between the lines, which I'm, I'm good at doing <laughs> when it comes to scripture. <laughs> I think after Boaz's feet were quote unquote uncovered, I think he went to this guy and was like, look, dude, these are the, I know virginity is a big thing in this age we live in. These are the things she's already done to me. She wasn't a virgin anyway. She was a widow. Yeah, but still, I mean, there's there's secondary virginity. Oh, okay. All right. So I think he went to this dude and was like, listen, these are the things she has already done to me. Uh, By custom, I'm I'm allowing you the chance to take her as, as your own. But you'll just have to think about this, that every time you're with her, these are the things she's already done to me. So, buddy, I need you to just make a business decision here and just pass. And if you need me to throw you a few extra goats, a few extra sheep to sweeten this so there's no hard feelings between us, I will do that. Mm. And then and then the guy thought about it and was like, uh, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pass. You go ahead. <laughs> so, our answer for Becca is no, then. No. No, Becca. No, it is not. That is not being radically pure. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> you know it. You know that you're never going to get a straight answer from. I mean, to find a straight answer on what did Ruth do to Boaz, to Boaz, you have to find somebody who's willing to, like, admit that God was okay with. Something that we say is not okay at all, right? Well, I think that's the difference to go halfway serious here. That's the difference between the Bible, the Old Testament describing something and the Old Testament uh-huh. condoning something. Mm-hmm. I, I've, I've heard this argument like with uh, polygamy <laughs> in the Old Testament that right. the, the Old Testament describes it and I don't know, maybe it was, per, maybe God permitted it on some level as just, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. as a way for some women to be taken care of. Right. Physically. And, yeah. and, you know, just on a basic level of food and shelter. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it wasn't something that was, he wasn't okay with it. It wasn't condoned. Yeah. Uh-huh. So maybe that's what uh-huh. this is. Maybe it was just, this is what happened, but we're also not condoning it. Right. She still got to be in the lineage of Jesus, so. Hey, hey you do what it takes. <laughs> I strike that from the record as I'm the father of three daughters. You do not do what it takes. <laughs> okay, Becca has more questions for us. <laughs> uh, after the flood, she said Moses. I think she meant Noah here. After, yeah. After the flood, were Noah's kids swingers? This is this is a stretch. Um. I'm a little bit perplexed by this question. (laughs) Okay. Everybody had a spouse, right? Yes. But we know, we also know Noah's, a couple of Noah's kids were, I mean. Naughty. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they were, uh, yeah, they they were. What's with that whole story? Like, what's the. I've heard that both ways. I've heard that that was a literal reading of they saw their father naked and they, they like they joked about it, or they didn't uh-huh. cover him up. Like that—that uh-huh. that was the sin. But I've also—I don't remember where—but I've also heard 
you know, a very dark reading of that, that they uh, sexually abused their father, which huh. is, is horrifying and would yes. certainly be worthy of <laughs> whatever curse was put upon them. Right. Um, yeah, because he was like 600-something years old at this time, right? <laughs> I bet he didn't look a day over 400. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> okay, so were they swingers? I mean, I don't I don't think so. Well, I think the two brothers, they definitely were trying. I don't know if their wives were up for it, but mm. I mean, if you're... You know, if if you're doing stuff with your naked dad, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think mm-hmm. I think that's a level above or below, however, however you want to say it, <laughs> swinging. So I, I don't think they would have batted an eye to be swingers, but I don't know that the wives would have been up for it. Yeah, a weird mindset. Oh, we survived the flood, <laughs> so well, let's just do whatever. Let's swap wives for the night. <laughs> Hey, by the way, not not to uh, not to offend the large uh, swinging contingent of our audience, not my idea of a good time. <laughs> oh gosh, <laughs> no! I think I'll pass. The thought the thought of being naked with somebody else ever in my life makes me want to throw up. <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> I think it's safe to say swinging's not for me. <laughs> that that might be something about being almost 36 i don't know <laughs> i heard it explained this way uh which is very crass so i'll definitely repeat it on the episode <laughs> but I, I was talking to a guy and he was he wasn't even a believer which somehow makes this even better yes but he was like i don't really understand it it's like I'm eating a delicious piece of pizza, and you're eating a delicious piece of pizza. And about halfway through, we're like, hey, you want to nibble on mine for a little bit? <laughs> oh, gross. And the, That's gross. And the guy was like, <laughs> I mean, maybe it's exciting on some level, but I don't really No, I think I'm just going to keep eating my piece of pizza, if that's okay. <laughs> I think I'm good. Mm. That's that is a very that's a nice analogy. That's that's a special <laughs> analogy. All right, we'll save Becca's third question. Uh, let's let's skip around a little bit. This, so uh, we're gonna save it. Is that what you said? Well, yeah. For we'll, we'll skip okay. around a little bit. We'll come back okay. to it. Okay. Okay. Um, this one is from <laughs> listener Richard Clark. Oh wow! Yes. Wow. Is quote unquote. Absalom syndrome a thing? I am very attractive and it feels like other Christians hate me because of it. <laughs> As you remember, Absalom, son of King David, one of the worst parents in the Bible, by the way. <laughs> totally overrated as a biblical figure. Okay, I Just think most parents in the father. Bible were pretty awful. Hey, you can run a kingdom? Hey, why don't you run your family, chief? <laughs> Anyway, Absalom, beautiful it's long hair. Hard to hair. run a family when you're just on the roof all the time. Checking Gosh. out the, the naked babes. <laughs> okay, remind us about Absalom. Absalom, uh, son of King David, very charismatic. Um, long hair, beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, used that to curry the favor of the Israelite people in a rebellion against his father before he was murdered by a sociopath named Joab, who definitely got what was coming to him at the end of his life. Um, could Joab be any more of a sociopath? Why did David keep this guy around? Colossal <laughs> failure of talent management on David's part of keeping a serial killer as the chief of your armed forces who murdered your son in cold blood. Mm. David had people mm. killed f- for less. Uriah, his only crime was having a smoking hot wife, as <laughs> so many youth pastors do. He had Uriah killed. You can't have Joab killed? The guy murdered your son. I'll stop now. <laughs> I, I appreciated that Bible lesson. Are you practicing for a sermon? <laughs> I, I have been, uh, I, I have been asked to 
not by T4G, but uh, by <laughs> someone on Twitter uh, quote tweeted the Gospel Coalition. I was like, why won't you let Matthew Pierce preach, you cowards? <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see where that grassroots campaign winds up to have me speak at, at Together for the Gospel. <laughs> I can't wait. Anyway, uh, Richard, this is your this is your burden to bear. Um, yeah, for sure. Uh, just, just well, it, it kind of dovetails. I definitely hate people that are more attractive than me. So I remain deeply suspicious of people who are de- who are more attractive than me. I feel like all of them, all of them, struggle with vanity. <laughs> I mean, they've done absolutely nothing to earn their good looks. <laughs> But I'm still mad at them for it. Well, just like people who are more, uh, people who are wealthier than I am, uh, I'm I'm deeply convinced that they are too worldly. <laughs> yes, they're selfish. Yep, same. <laughs> All right, so th- this this dovetails nicely to uh, a comment from Jennifer Clark. Oh, it's Jennifer Clark. She wrote oh, a, okay. My husband is very attractive. And he also seems to always be right whenever we argue. <laughs> Jennifer, it's okay. My wife has the same problem. How can I better learn to appreciate him? This is this this question is all over the place. <laughs> he's attractive. He's right. I need to appreciate him. <laughs> so you know, as 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 a wife, as as a disciple of the transformed wife. You know that we're going to have to go back and let me write fake questions from a female perspective. <laughs> well, I'm kicking it to you. How can how can women <laughs> better appreciate their husbands when their husbands are always right about oh. things? Oh, well, why do they need to appreciate them more if they're always right? What's the what's the actual problem here? Well, I think, uh, you know, as, as my wife will tell you, she frequently feels just unworthy of being married. <laughs> To someone who is such a, bl- a, a a perpetual blessing as I am. Mm, especially in the Target parking lot, right? <laughs> as you can tell from my frequent idiosyncratic <laughs> <References>. rants <laughs> about obscure Bible topics, I am a blessing <laughs> to live with. Yes. <laughs> oh, my. Actually, when Jennifer and I recorded our episode um, that never got aired... <laughs> <laughs> it was too radical. It had to be. I yeah. Had to be censored. <laughs> it was too much. I think we actually sort of talked about. I don't know if we talked about appreciate. We talked about a lot of marital things. So I'm actually surprised she sent this question. I thought we had resolved everything. <laughs> uh, so going back to Becca. <laughs> Did Cain and Abel choose one sister each to, we'll just say cuddle. We're not going to say what she said. <laughs> Beep. Or was it like a free-for-all? <sighs> wow. This is... I'm actually surprised I've never thought of this question. Knowing myself. Um, what do you think? <laughs> well, we know Cain was picking the crazy one. <laughs> here's the thing too wasn't there also like when you read the biblical the, like the new testament genealogies the, like the early on ones they're you know they're living like hundreds of years but they don't even have their first child until like hundreds of years have you noticed that do, do you remember that okay um so what were they doing? They were watching the animals have sex, and they were trying to piece it together by doing it that way. That's not... No, I don't think that that's true. That's why it took them so long. No, I don't think that's true. <laughs> Hold on. I'm going to find a genealogy and, and read it. Hold on. <laughs> Riveting material. I, right I just want to know what, like, what, what were they doing? Was it, was it because... Was our timeline different? Like our developmental timeline as humans different? Maybe they were just childlike until their early hundreds. Well, that's sort of my question is like, at what point did people become old? You know, like, uh huh, uh huh. 
because you get little snippets of Abraham being very concerned about his wife, Sarah being beautiful. And it's like, well, wait a minute. Like she's okay. Well, is she, what does she look like at that age? You know? Uh huh. So uh-huh. if somebody's living to 800 years, like at what point did they look like an old man? Was it at age 80? So they have 700 uh-huh. years of being an old man or. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, that'd be horrible. That would be the worst. (laughs) 700 years of being an old man. Yeah, so it's just curious to me, like, why why are they not having fathering children until they're hundreds of years old? I mean, when you get down in the genie, it like gets earlier and earlier. That they maybe they figure it out. They're like, oh, we could start this a lot younger. Maybe time when we feel better. Maybe (laughs) (laughs) maybe time itself was was distorted at that point. Maybe and everything was just like happening in slow motion. And it was like it took them seven weeks to eat a meal, and maybe (laughs) this is such a scholarly episode. (laughs) And maybe maybe like Cain and his wife had a fight. Mm. And so they didn't have sex for like 50 years. (laughs) (laughs) Because time just moved differently at that point. And then the makeup sex lasted like 17 hours. Ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about the distortion of the space-time continuum as it relates to the theology of the Old Testament. (laughs) Sorry for that. (laughs) Oh my... Okay, so what did Cain and Abel do? Well, we don't. Yeah, uh, I, I, Abel didn't do anything because he got he got yeah smoted. he got his head smashed in. <laughs> but maybe before that, he I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of suck for Abel. Like you, you got like a nine hundred year old. You got like a nine hundred year ticket of being on the pristine Earth. Mm, mm. And like you, you have one job, and that's. Stay out of the way of your crazy brother. Mm. And you couldn't do that. Like, you Mm. you get to live on the pristine earth for 900 years. You don't have to wear pants. (laughs) You, there's, there's no pollution. And yes, you, it is probably your sister or niece or something, but you do get to have a lot of sex in 900 years Mm -hmm. because it's basically Mm. your job to procreate the earth. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Sorry. No, you die. And you die for for being good. <laughs> right? I, mean, I feel like there's probably some smirking involved on Abel's <laughs> part. I'm not going to blame the victim here, but I definitely, like, you could kind of see Abel cutting his eyes at Cain of like, oh. Winking. Oh, corn again. <laughs> very, very good job, brother. Would, Sibling rivalry. Would, would you like to borrow a lamb for you? Or is that, you, you good? You good with those uh, rutabagas <laughs> over there? Is that that good? All right. <laughs> okay. Should we address your questions that we talked about on the episode where they got cut out? <sighs> Which I feel like we did the uh, the spies in the last episode. Okay. Oh, it was the Shalom dance. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, I was just, I enjoyed sending you the pictures. (laughs) She, uh, Casey blessed me very much by sending me, (laughs) it it was like the the closest to actually being inappropriate, but not really. We can get to it. No, it's fine art. Yeah, she was sending me like classical paintings of Salome. (laughs) With captions? (laughs) Yes. There was one I really wanted to put it on the Patreon. Maybe we'll do that. But your your caption was was beautiful. It was like, <laughs> do you remember what which one it was? It was something about, oh hi daddy, sorry I have a boob. <laughs> it was really bad. <laughs> it was like, oops, sorry daddy, I have a boob out. Also, can I have John the Baptist head? <laughs> Oh, yeah, that was before I started sending the pictures. I I remember being at the Met and seeing a picture, a painting of Salome. And I was trying to remember what it was like, and that's how I described it. <laughs> <laughs> Just a lot going on in that story. Of uh, So much. A lot going on. Um, I just... I, 
I'd like to know exactly what the dance was because I feel like it was definitely some kind of strip tease. It was a strip tease. It, it was something quasi incestuous that she was doing mm-hmm. for her father in law mm-hmm. or his guests. Maybe she was just doing it for the guest and, and she kept cutting her eyes over at her father in law or her stepdad, mm-hmm. not father in law, stepdad. Yeah. Of, you know, look at this. <laughs> you going to stop me? You going to stop me? And then he was, it was a weird kind of power play. He couldn't stop the dance even if he wanted to because his, his right. guests were enjoying it too much. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Which was a total cuck move. Dude, stop the dance. That's your stepdaughter. <laughs> Who cares if you're? Who cares if you're? I cannot believe you said aberrant. that word on my birthday podcast it, episode. It, fit. it had to be said. I hate that word so much. Ugh, just gross. In the context, it totally fit. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. Ugh. <laughs> yeah, I think it's just like the mom just knew what she wanted and she's like well horny men will give you whatever you want so got some weird like jeffrey epstein kind of parallels here if you've got the older woman basically pimping out the younger woman and it's like oh what are you doing yeah also salome not terribly self-actualized at this point of her life (laughs) when i mean she had to be so young right i'm gonna let's for the purpose of this podcast let's say she was 18 and, and move on. <laughs> but, uh, I mean. Which is older older than half of our audience, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so she does the, she does the striptease. Right. Routine, which I'm imagining is just uh, Def Leppard, pour some sugar on me, blaring <laughs> in the background. Um, or maybe like the scene from from Roadhouse. Uh, not that I'm going to admit to seeing that scene, but that's a Patrick Swayze classic. Uh, we'll just leave it at that. Um, okay, I haven't seen it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but I'm holier than you by like a lot. <laughs> I, I, I just a brief tangent. The. Uh, he he's working to clean up this bar and a woman starts doing a strip tease and he and he interrupts it and he he takes her off the stage and uh, he takes her back to her tycoon boyfriend and he gives mm. the line if you're going to have a pet keep it on a leash <laughs> <laughs> wow that's just so such a beautiful way to describe a woman <laughs> almost as nice as describing her as a piece of pizza <laughs> <laughs> There's just no shortage. Of <laughs> or the man could be the pizza too. I mean, that's true. That's true. Or would he be the breadstick? <laughs> <laughs> this is what you get when I actually get upset about something before the episode begins. I just become unhinged for the full fifty-five minutes. <laughs> I don't even know what we were talking about. Oh, striptease. <laughs> Another movie I haven't seen. <laughs> I won't even admit to knowing what that movie is. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, Salome not only has to do the pour some sugar on me dance for her stepdad in a room full of horny dudes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Also gets the Aladdin wish of you can have whatever you want. And then somehow bows to her mom's depraved demands of, of a, of a head <laughs> and gets nothing. She gets nothing out of this. Salome, what are you That's, doing? Well, she's just being your everyday traumatized preteen in Bible times. <laughs> Okay, to make this awkward but also topical, put yourself in the position of Salome. If you are given the wish, you can have whatever you want. Screw what mom says. What are you asking for, Casey? (laughs) Probably to get out of that house immediately. Please just let me live in a small cottage somewhere away from you crazy people. Yeah, yeah. How about like a title? Or how about a a homestead? How about a golden tribute? Yeah. A, a, a groomless dowry. How about something? Yeah. 
Christmas dowry. <laughs> no, please definitely find me a hot husband before you send me away. <laughs> Were there hot husbands back then? I feel like everybody was just... <laughs> Gross and smelly. I feel like, it, like they were just sweaty, fleshy masses of hair. That's what men were back then. Ever just everybody and was like, women. Oh yeah, that too. Everybody was just super <laughs> hairy and gross. Yeah, and yep. gross. Yep. I mean, that could lead us into a whole host of yeah. Other we'll just questions. we'll just leave that and and move on. Can you imagine the smells just everywhere all the time? Smells. Okay, but now Ugh. now devil's advocate my own point that I just made because I'm a contrarian <laughs> and I'm insufferable. It, it's like my air conditioning thing of did people, people like in the Great Depression who didn't have air conditioning, did they really even know how hot it was? Because I feel like people really didn't complain about the heat until they got air conditioning. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I think we definitely, our physical bodies adapt to whatever we're used to. Yeah. For sure. So before deodorant, did people really even understand how bad the body odor was? I mean. No. I mean, everybody bathed, of course, you know, at some interval, but. I would even argue that like like, certain body odors attracted people. I'm doing the Ralph Wiggum like, roll down the hill right now, just trying right? to avoid this topic. <laughs> you started it. I did. I did. I said this could bring up a whole host of other questions. No, no, we won't <laughs> do that. And then you went right back to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I think that people just didn't realize it. because I mean, even now. I know you guys don't have theme parks, but we do. And you go to Disney and, like, there's definitely people who still don't use deodorant. And you're like, how do, they def, they have to know what they smell like, right? And you're saying that's a turn on. No, I'm not saying now it is. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm saying at some points in history, probably people were attracted to smells that now are repulsive to us because we've trained our noses to different things. No, no, I, I get it. I understand what, what you're saying, and I, I think I agree with that. Yeah, I think, I mean, it's just adapting, right? Like, there's men in the world who have no problem with a woman with hairy armpits and hairy legs just because that's the way it is. Yeah, uh-huh. But men in here are just like, oh, you know. Don't get near me because mm-hmm. that's what we've decided is what we're going to do. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and all this was before Kim Kardashian uh, body solutions, <laughs> too. So, I mean, who's to say? Yeah. It's been on my list for a while to, to try to bait you into a rant <laughs> just by bringing up Kim Kardashian Shapewear, solution, uh, whatever it's called. It's called solution. Solution wear. Okay. Solution wear. Because if you're a woman with a body, it needs to be, it's a problem that needs to be solved by someone whose bodily issues were solved with what, hundreds of thousands of dollars of plastic surgery? Like, she, so she named her shapewear line kimono first. <laughs> Which is like, how? here's what I want to know. This is across the board. Like, what is with rich people being so stupid about how, like, about, like, racially insensitive or culturally insensitive things? I swear it's been in my trending Twitter, like, six times in the last year. Some luxury brand has released something that's problematic. Like, one of them released, like, little statues that look like blackface. <laughs> um, what was the most recent Johnny one? Depp. Oh, yes. Savage or whatever. It basically looks like Savage. And the video is, like, all these Native American references. It's like, who is in charge of these companies that they don't know? Hmm, maybe we shouldn't, like, tap into things that could be 
seen as offensive. And I'm not just talking like, oh, everybody gets offended at everything these days. Like, no, actually, the word savage is offensive. (laughs) Like, kimono is a traditional Japanese dress, and you're calling your sucking in line of body wear kimono because it has your name in it. Oh, my gosh. Talk about narcissist. This is an A-plus, Casey Rand. This is all I wanted. You know, I'm turning 36 on Saturday. And one thing that I'm probably going to do a whole tweet thread on my year. Just because, you know, you start to feel that when you have another birthday. If you don't stuff it down. Like some people I know. (laughs) Anyways. It's just like, this is my body. And it's not going to, like, short of starving myself like I it's gonna be what it is like I'm 36 I've had four kids and this is me and yeah it doesn't need to be solved my it's not a problem to be solved it doesn't mean I love it like every part of it but I'm not going to like teach my kids like as you age or as you gain weight or whatever whatever you have that's a problem on your body that you think is a problem you need to fix it because no, it's not true. And she doesn't care. Like she's not actually trying to solve anything. She's just making money off of the never ending message that to women that there's something wrong with you. There's something wrong with your body. There's something wrong with your eyebrows. There's something wrong with your eyelashes. Like just it's constant. There's always something wrong with you. And she just, yeah, no, sorry. Solution. <laughs> well, maybe maybe Walmart... Don't buy anything that gives Kim Kardashian more money. Maybe Walmart and Kroger should ban all the snack foods. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> I'm going to eat the foods that I want to eat. Because <laughs> I can do that and take care of my body at the same time. Which I do. So, Yeah. I just, uh, that name really got to me. I mean, first it was like the culturally insensitive kimono. And she's like, hmm, that's not offensive enough. How about I just tell people that I'm going to solve their body problems? (laughs) Just. And you know what? I feel like every man should have to put one of those things on at some point in their lives. Just, just buy. I mean, you couldn't find one in your size. (laughs) Well, now I feel great about myself. I'm in, like, the tallness. No, but, like, just just put on something that is considered shapewear and be like, hmm, maybe maybe we're not being fair to women (laughs) and telling them constantly that they need to appear thinner or smoother, whatever. You know... It's all just... It's all for the sake of an illusion, which is so stupid. (laughs) It's like, I want to appear sexy so that... I can, like, give someone the illusion that I'm sexy, but what really matters? Reality, right? So, if I present Danny with this illusion of sexiness, like, he knows everything that's under that. So, I'm not, I mean, yeah. It's kind of like the... What's the uh, point? Not to, not to make it too uncomfortable, but it's kind of like the, the bras that have the water in them. <laughs> Like the like the super. I don't know if those are still like the super it, padded it, ones. And yeah. it's like, what are you? Like, I, I'm. I'll, yes. I'll make this about me, so it's not uncomfortable. I, like if Kendra had had worn like a, like a huge amount of padding or something before we were married, right? And then mm-hmm. I found out later, it's like, oh, that's oh, that's not actually what you look like. Mm-hmm. I would have been like, what, what? Like you don't you don't trust me to. you don't trust me to accept you for who you are right well it's not even about you it's about what we've been told from every angle for our whole lives until we were aware or since we were not until since we were aware that yeah these are the things that matter these are the things these are the boxes you need to check to be attractive and it's an increasingly long list of things, and I have decided to throw it away Well, the, <laughs> and do the things that make me feel attractive. Well, so. I hear what you're saying, but I really, the take <laughs> that I really need to hear is the, the curvy wife guy. 
that's the guy who I really need to. <laughs> I yeah, I don't remember who that was. I do. Re- I remember that. Been a while since Christian but... Twitter has been talking about curvy wives. We need to, <laughs> need to stir that back up and see what happens. Oh my! Anyway, I, I remain supportive of Kim Kardashian just to be difficult. <laughs> Yeah, of course you do. <laughs> I had the funny thought the other day, like, what if I came on an episode and agreed with everything oh, you say? Oh, that would be horrible. Just to throw you off. I would... It would be so funny. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you were if you were channeled the transform wife and just were yeah, very docile just... about everything, that would I would yeah. be so shook. Like, I wouldn't know what to do. <laughs> And you, I mean, not just that it would be out of my character, but also it would just really dig at your contrarianism. It would. That would be one of the meanest things you could do to me. I won't do that. I'll save that for your next birthday. <laughs> All right. So let's tease what's coming up on the. Uh, let's let's okay. let's make like Salome and do a little tease here. <laughs> <laughs> what's uh, what's coming up on the show? I believe Casey okay. is. Uh, Casey's had enough of this. She's going to be. <laughs> She's going to be off the next episode, so. Yes, I'm going to the beach because it didn't get blown away, <laughs> I think, in a hurricane. And I think uh, I think after that, um, you were, we we're talking about trying to make up the, the Jennifer episode so that you guys can talk about the, it'll be dated at that point, but we'll still do it. The uh, 99 Steps Toward Manhood. Yeah, I really want to know how much of a man I am, because <laughs> I I just, basically what I feel like my life is lacking is just more men on Twitter telling me things that I should be doing, or that anybody should be doing, so yeah. So the... This guy put out a list that's like 99 steps to manhood, and I feel like... I definitely could check some of those things off my list. So the list is called, uh, what is it called? Step 99 Steps to Manhood. I'm going to make a joke yeah. right now that I'm going to cut from the episode. But I'm just going to leave your reaction because it's horrible. <laughs> That's awful. This list is seriously lacking, though. There's nothing on this list about learning how to please a woman. And to me, that's like should be at the top of the list. So... You know. It's also just very... Uh, but you might be surprised to know this guy did not consult a woman about his 99 steps to oh, manhood. Don't make me defend the list because <laughs> <laughs> my, I feel I was going to make a joke, but then my contrarianism started rising. And I was like, well, well, actually, well, actually, there were a couple things on there that, that have been neglected in, in the, the modern, uh, you know, the modern theology of manhood. We need to not just throw the baby out with the bathwater. <laughs> No, I am throwing out the whole list. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, so I was thinking it would be fun if um, we, I could talk about that and we could see how manly we are as women. <laughs> I, I just love that one of the things on the list was make a decision. Just make a decision. That's, that's it. That's all you have to do. And then on the the section, because uh, it was, of course, divided up into sections. And on uh, relationships with the opposite sex, the, the first thing on that was hang out with guys. Like, we're so threatened by this, like, here's a list of ways to be healthy with the opposite sex as a man. We're so threatened by that idea that the very first thing is hang out with guys just so stupid. I, I didn't. I didn't. Like how how insecure do you have to be to like not even be able to have a list of ways to relate to the opposite sex that you can't just leave men out of that section. Of I didn't the list. take it. I didn't take it that way. I, <laughs> I took it to be. Of course you didn't. <laughs> I took it to mean like don't don't just stop hanging out with the guy. Don't. Don't just disappear into dating. Mm, 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 don't mm, don't give up mm, on the iron sharpening iron. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because oh, yeah. I was going to make another joke that was really bad, but I will not <laughs> because we are up against the time limit, and that was enough. 
inappropriate jokes. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, wow, you got me going on two things today. I did, it was beautiful. You didn't even you didn't even take my bait on the uh, on the gun control. I, I tried to bait you into No you no I told you. No. <laughs> no, like when you were ranting about the uh, kids being fat and I was like, well maybe they should just ban snack foods. <laughs> we weren't talking about kids, we were talking about women. Okay. <laughs> well, Oh, no.